0: again end users and welcome to episode six it's been a little while in this episode i talk about dirty dave's power user tips a post that i did on my blog yes i said blog Bilge.world, I'm blogging um, regarding some of my favorite software and a few lesser-known methodologies for doing things on the computer. All those capitalized that I've discovered over my years of just fucking around. I figured I'd do a listicle, and it's not exactly a listicle. I hope it's a little bit above that. Maybe is there above? Not just no, not not. Um, oh hello, that's Echo. Hi Kitty. Um yeah, so I uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about that. Reintroduce myself to you guys uh before i talk about that i wanted to mention that i'm being interviewed or have been interviewed over the past week and kind of an ongoing thing by right right.az's community manager um that's is and put that in a web browser and see where you end up um i don't know why i said i like that but um his name is cj eller and he's a cool guy who seems to like me on the internet at least for now which is cool um And I talked about Markdown, um, in general, why I write about technology, and of course, the tips posts that I'm about to talk uh, in depth with you on, Um, and Extratone and where that's been, uh, some of the challenges of creating it, uh, creating a community, creating a platform. and a little bit of where it's been going, well, where it may be going. It seems like both CJ and I are interested in, for lack of a better term, just fucking around on the web. We like trying new ways to do things, new ways to think about things. I might have plagiarized that from his about, actually. Um, but uh, so we are, or we have been doing this interview on Arena, A R E N A, which is a service that's actually existed since two thousand eleven. Um, some architects really. Really like it. It's, it's a um, sort of a social web service based on blocks, as in text blocks, that so you can move around. You really got to see it for yourself. Um, that link is, uh, well, it's currently pinned as my top tweet at Neo Yokel, if you're really interested. Um, but you'll see a link coming up on bilge.world, too, when they actually publish it, if they do. Where they do, but yeah, um, I really appreciate CJ for being interested and for trying that out with me. It's been a lot of fun. I think I've still got an answer to left to clack out, but for lack of a better transition, I want to talk to you about some of my tips, Dirty Dave's tech tips. So, I know that you've come across this sort of thing like everywhere. You've heard a bunch of cliches, a bunch like I, I don't know. I could say a lot of things like top 10 ways to blow up your PC um, but uh, actually the the WriteAs um, account, I don't know if I've talked to you guys about WriteAs, uh, it's the, actually I probably should do that real quick, it's a uh, completely new CMS um, and I moved ExtraTone to WriteAs last year um, completely, they actually might have been the, well, the year before, it might have been 2018 I think it was 2019 WriteAs um, is, it's just, it's an open source uh, blogging platform and And it's just beautiful and simple and everything that WordPress isn't. (laughs) Um, So I've gotten kind of involved in Write As. Uh, They asked me if they could post um, Extratone's theme, basically Extratone CSS, um, in their themes section, write.as slash themes. so that was cool. I felt pretty honored because uh, it's really not all that complicated. But um, yeah, i to become invested in this thing uh, because it's great and it's just and they're investing back. CJ is the community manager, um, and he's been emailing back and forth with me and messaging back and forth with me, and really, uh, you can see the ooh, that was a Windows alert. You can see the way that he. Um, cares about the community. He's good at his job. So yeah, Bilge, um, a new blog that I have about racing stuff, DieselGoth.com and Extra Tone are all hosted on Write As. I actually want to mention they came out with Submit As, Submit.as, which is just a kind of an easy way to to submit posts. And Extra Tone is once again taking submissions. So if you go to ExtraTone.com slash submissions or Submit.as slash Extra Tone, you'll see a few prompts music-related prompts, I believe, and I'd love it if you'd contact me, maybe even submit something. I'd love to hear what you think. Okay, so this post, I don't, I I want you to believe me when I say it's different, but it might not be. People seem to like it. Um, Basically, I've done a lot of stuff on the computer without actual training. I think this is like a thing that's pretty common amongst my generation. Um, I've had to arrive at my power userness, if I am a power user, I don't know. Describing myself that way is pretty funny, as as we've encountered in past episodes. Um, I've arrived that way by basically going through a lot of pain, doing things the wrong way for a long time until I either stumbled upon or searched out different ways of doing things and um, this one post represents uh, like the wrong ways that I've been doing these things or or being without these pieces of software, um, the amount of struggling that I've done is like hundreds, thousands of hours, right? So I'd like to save you that time. Uh, don't waste your life on bad software. So it's going to be pretty basic. This is end user, right? But it's also going to be profound. Number one, you need a password manager. If this is not evident to you already, I'm sorry, you just need a password manager. I saw that Joshua Benton from Neiman Lab, still not using a password manager. <laughs> His coworker called him out in a post on Neiman Lab. Um, it's 2020. There is no excuse to not use a, mas- a password manager. Here's what a password manager is. Or rather, here's what I use my password manager for. It's called nPass. And currently, let's pull it up here. I have... 475 um, different credential entries into nPASS. That's 475 passwords, 475 uh, things that I needed to store, encrypted securely with one master password. Um, There's actually different ways to authenticate. Um, It's a tool that allows you to generate passwords and it keeps your life together. I, I can't, I just can't imagine. Um, like if I didn't have a password manager, if I didn't have NPASS, how else in the world would I be managing 475 credential entries entries? That also includes my bank account information. Yes, I'll tell you, I'm that confident in NPASS. On my computer in NPASS stored, there is like all of my bank info, like my routing number, all that stuff, um, my driver's license number, uh anything anything that I need to store like to keep handy, um, but secure, because it also syncs with my phone. Um, and you really need to have a look at Npass, so if you're not looking at the post, uh, it's a world. by the way, did I mention that? You should also look up some demos, or just download it yourself and try it, because it's free. Um, it's, it's also really just beautiful, that's why I like Npass specifically, there's also 1password or actually more likely than not, you're already using a password manager in your web browser. I'm pretty sure they all have it now. Um, You've stored credentials in your web browser before. I make the point that on macOS, Um, with Safari and iOS, if you're in that sort of uh, ecosystem, then you're already using a service called Keychain, which is not immediately evident, which basically functions as a password manager. Um, But there's a link in there to uh, in case Keychain doesn't work or in case you need to go back and manually retrieve credentials, which um, you you probably do. I do all the time. So. Uh, if you're not prompted for whatever reason, or if you need to um, change your password, you need to to know how to use Keychain. Uh, I also addressed, like, I'm not going to tell you who to trust. Um, I think that, I will say that I think Apple's incentives are aligned to maintain your privacy more than other services like Google, um, or even Mozilla, really. But, um... Yeah, I still use my browser password managers, but that's because um, honestly I'm not too worried about privacy. Uh, It's my phone number is public, so you know, and my address, so you know, it's whatever. I I'm I'm gonna just recommend NPASS1 because they retweeted my post. So that's cool. Uh and it's just the prettiest. Uh, I used to use OnePass or OnePassword, I'm sorry. I've uh should say that yes, it's 2020, and yes, I did work for a technology company, an IT company that was still storing their passwords in plain text last year. Every day I said at least once password manager, but they didn't trust me. Um <laughs> I have been using uh, password managers since I was like 15. Um, I think since 1Password came out, I might be wrong about that. But I moved to Npass and it was ri- like ridiculously easy. Um, it involved like one file. Uh, another thing about Npass, uh, I, I said, as I alluded to this, it uses any service you like to sync with your phone. Um, so that's that can be OneDrive, uh, Google Drive, Dropbox, Box, um, iCloud Drive. Yeah, I think that's all of them. Um, and that basically means, like, I don't even think about my vault syncing. Like, I enter a credential into my computer, and then, oh, I have to go pee, but I need to log in on my phone. I don't even have to think about it. Um, I use Touch ID to authenticate on my phone, and, oh, they've already synced. Um, so, that's not new technology, but it is very seamless and very beautiful. I got my mom, my 70-year-old mother, on Empass, and she really likes it, which, um... That should really tell you something. Okay, so the next one, we've, we've dealt, dealt with password managers, a clipboard manager. A lot of people, I'm gonna start off with the reason why people don't use clipboard managers, and that's because they are essentially a key logger. Um, a clipboard manager, like the way, okay, you know what? I'll just read you this, this passage. Imagine if everything you had ever copied, as in Control-C, were listed in linear order, easily and instantly searchable via a single global shortcut, keyboard shortcut, um, and navigable with the arrow keys. So as in, anywhere I'm on my computer, all of a sudden I can pull up a searchable, instantly searchable history, I can just start typing, I don't have to move, uh, of my entire clipboard history. That's what copy queue is, that's what a clipboard manager is. Um, the reason that that paranoid folks don't use clipboard manager is because yes, it is a keylogger in some ways, and that it does store everything you've copied, so that will include passwords. Um, or not. You can actually make it so that the the search history is um, any length that you set. So it could be two entries. Uh, in my case, it's 10,000. I recently clear, cleaned out my clipboard manager the other day uh, after literally everything I had copied, including duplicates, being stored for oh, a year or so. Um, and it just occurred to me that I probably should clean it out uh as far as i'm concerned like for my life guys like can't believe i just said guys this is a youtube video guys folks human beings i can't believe it human beings that i lived without a clipboard manager for as long as i did i only started using copyq in 2018 and jesus it like the clipboard, this thing, and when I say this, I really mean it. The clipboard manager turns it into something else entirely. Like we've been living with the clipboard, we've been living with control C, Control F, or I'm sorry, control C, Control V, um, for forever now. Like basically the entire history of modern computing, right? But this makes it something else entirely. It's profound. It's like a completely yeah, I, I just do it, try it. Um, my life is made so much easier. And I uh I did like recording. Record like a thirty-second demo that I embedded in the post um, on Vimeo just to show you like what I mean by instantly searchable. Um, I use this like hundreds of times a day in my workflow, right? And I that's because I copy a lot of links and stuff, and I copy a lot of text. Oh, also, I didn't mention this in the post, but with F two, which is normally the keyboard shortcut for rename, right? Um, you can edit your clipboard. Uh, oh my god, it's it's just an amazing tool, and I'm. Mostly upset that I didn't have it. It's also free. Copy is free, um, and well, it certainly should be secure considering that uh, I had that many entries in my computer for so long and nothing happened, as far as I know. Um, you can also export in a specific. You can export your entire key, uh, clipboard history. One thing that I don't use is they're actually different clipboard tabs. Clipboard tabs. That's really cool. I don't. I don't know how to communicate that in audio form, but having tabs in your clipboard is incredible. Okay, so that's clipboard manager um keyboard shortcuts we all use these Control c Control v almost everyone uses those right command c command b uh i can't think i just can't control y to redo control u to undo i know these things i just don't you know i know them by hand well this one shortcut that i never hear mentioned alt d i want you to go to your web browser and alt d for me it's not. It's not huge. It just selects the text in the address bar, guys. For someone who I built a media company, not knowing this, um, I built a media company like literally any time I wanted to copy a link in the address bar, triple clicking. Okay, triple clicking to to enter anything into the address bar too. Um, and i'm embarrassed about that because wow alt d another one of those things that i use hundreds of times a day um just copying a lot of links it's absolutely well invaluable and another th- another thing that that you I, like I, okay i said i haven't had any training I had um i was actually part of an experimental Microsoft curriculum i talked about this before on end user where from like first through uh, fifth grade um we had a computer class every other day or something like that with Microsoft Software. It was a computing, like one of the very first computer classes, um, and not the first modern computer classes. Uh, at least it was the first one in our district. Also, the only air-conditioned building in my elementary school. That's how old I am, folks. And yet I'm not that old, but yet I am. Um, so one thing that they never taught us, and God, I wish they had, was what happens when you use the shift, alt, and Control keys in conjunction with um, the arrow keys. So if I, I really almost have to do this. If I go to my text document, the show notes, and I go Alt left, it does nothing. Okay, maybe I'm, maybe Alt, Alt's not the one I'm talking about. I meant, yeah, I meant Control. (laughs) If I go Control left, it selects the, the, it moves the cursor to the beginning of the next word. Um, I believe it's if I go Shift left, it selects the the character to the left and it just continues um i think it's control shift left selects the word um these this is must be literally killing you i'm sorry but (laughs) uh, basically start looking into the more stuff that you can do with the arrow keys um because they're with text specifically they're incredible and i didn't know any of this until last year um again another one of those things that i use all the time apparently Alt doesn't do anything um it goes you it allows you to go forward or backward in a browser that's what i don't miss that so alt in conjunction with the arrow keys allows you to go forward or backward in a browser rather than going up and clicking the little back thing or using your ultra gaming mouse button to go back or forward Um, so also, like, if you're using Windows, all of the Windows logo key, so, uh, shortcuts like Windows D, which shows the desktop, um, Windows R, which is run, uh, Windows X, which pulls up, um the menu that has the task manager on it, Windows A, which shows your notifications. Um, i trying to think of, there's one more uh, that I can't remember right now. Um, the one that I did want to talk about was, uh, instead of Windows R, uh, Microsoft is actually right now working on putting a spotlight, like a, a feature that's like Spotlight in macOS, but they're working on that for Windows 10. Um, if you're running a Mac, you probably know Command Spacebar, uh, and Windows is going to get its version. and. That's gonna replace the run menu. So that's pretty cool. They're actually doing a and I don't have the link on me, maybe I'll throw it in the show notes. Uh they're having a little uh poll on Twitter right now might be over on what to name that. There are some pretty bad names, so please make some better suggestions. But yeah, that's those are that's all the shortcuts I wanted to talk about. Uh, one thing, a tip. I actually, what I did when I was learning, I realized that I needed to start learning shortcuts. I don't know how effective it was, but um, I took a picture of a list of shortcuts and made it my desktop background. Of course, it's me. So instead of just just making it a picture, I made a fancy overlay so it was like a vaguely not artistic but vaguely pretty thing of like the text was overlaid with another picture um basically i made a list i kept a list of shortcuts handy you might you can print one out if you like printing as much as i do and keep it right next to your computer and just get yourself like i know it's you might be getting on in years like me so it takes like deliberate effort now to make things habits to alter your habits it is so worth it it is so worth it i promise you So that's shortcuts. So next, I want to talk about Markdown. Markdown is a way to style text. Uh, It was created by a man named John Gruber in 1040 AD. I think it was in the 2011s, maybe um technically it is a text to html conversion tool for web writers that's a quote from john gruber um this is going to be one of those things that i shouldn't spend too much time just telling you about but basically uh it's a way of formatting text is in italics bold headings um Tables that is designed to be as simple as possible. Um, And it's what uh, Extratone is now entirely based on Markdown, because write-as is based on Markdown. You probably are already using Markdown in some way, if you are at all a computer user. Uh, Discord supports Markdown. Um, Slack supports Markdown formatting. Uh, So does Tumblr, and now WordPress uh, and like I wrote a huge piece which I actually linked going through like I was trying to work out the best well way to process words right like the and I ended up going through like the entire history of word processing this is where I should have been markdown is the simplest way to do it it just is Um, and (laughs) like, if you're using Microsoft Word even though I used Microsoft Word to write this piece I knew I would regret it Uh, I didn't, it's actually not quite as bad anymore but I converted it to Markdown first Um, just use it, okay, just try it (laughs) Uh, Along with Markdown, there's some cool software. Uh, I don't know if I've already talked to you about Bear, but Bear is an app for um, iOS uh, and macOS that you should download immediately. Um, And I downloaded immediately when someone first told me to download it immediately, and then I deleted it because I didn't get it. Mostly because I didn't realize how beautiful it was. There is literally, and I'm serious about this, the most beautiful piece of software I have ever seen, both functionally and stylistically. It just is a gorgeous thing to work on it's like okay i am seriously considering going back to mac os just because of bear just because of bear there's no other reason like in every other way mac os is more challenging for me not every of them but in a lot of other ways like i'm a windows person i was i'm indoctrinated uh to be a windows person and yet bear is that good um just try it okay i'm not gonna bore you just it's so gorgeous um it uses iCloud to sync, uh, I hate the word seamlessly, but it's the most seamless. As I said, this app kind of defines the word seamless. It's just really pretty. Um, And if you need to write things or take down notes, it is... The way to do it—it's the perfect amount of customizability without being so customizable that people like me fiddle with it, which is a big thing to communicate. Um, like I've tried a bunch of different word processing software because I enjoy it, but that's hindered me in big ways, as I discussed in that interview I told you about at the beginning. Um, a little bit, I wanted I went into more depth. Uh, I've struggled with as someone that's on the um on the OCD spectrum. And not funny, funny, haha, like like, actually <laughs> am compelled to do irrational things. Um, I have kind of, ooh, now I'm getting like heavy. I've, uh, I've spent too much time fiddling around with things as like tools to do things that I actually should have been using to actually do those things. Um, which is one of the reasons it took me a while to figure out what I should be doing. One of those things is this podcast. Um, I love tools. To I like tools. Uh, anyway, just try Bear. Okay, it's just it's for me. Um, there's no replacement. Typora is what I use to do everything. So it's what I use to do the show notes. What I use to convert that piece. Um, but Typora is. Too customizable and it's just it's not quite bare you can be made to look like bare, but it's not quite bare okay so that's markdown try markdown learn markdown and your life will get better mine has immensely immensely legitimately gotten better in my particular situation it's but like my life has gotten uh, in retrospect ridiculously better after adopting markdown it really is that that important um to someone who works with text So Telegram, oh my God, Telegram! Telegram is well now it's pretty because you can use different themes. It's a chat service, um, but you know, let's start with the first case use case that I argued. If you if you're still emailing yourself, like if you need to move a single photo to your computer from your phone, and if you're still emailing yourself, you should be using Telegram for that. Telegram has a one point five gigabyte file upload limit. Here's do what I do, and I created a private Telegram channel that no one else can see, and that's how I. Myself links across devices, it's just faster, it's like faster than airdrop. It really is. It's just, I always have Telegram open, it's lightweight. It's also, oh, yeah, I've talked about Telegram with you before, but go back into that episode. Um, where I had very, uh, like, I went through a period a month where I had basically no internet access. Um, or it was very, it was, it was even worse than no internet access. It was just very, very little. So I spent a bunch of time trying to eke it out. Go back and listen to that episode. I talked about Telegram. Uh, Telegram, when text messages won't go through on my phone because I don't have enough signal, Telegram messages will go through instantly. And that is incredible. Uh, if you're the type of person who wants a public uh, channel, you can create one on Telegram for free, and it's embeddable. All the posts are embeddable and linkable. Um, and, like, t.me slash extratone is the Telegram channel. Join that! Uh, or, oh shucks, I forgot what the group... I don't think there's a, there's a group link. There might be. Um, <laughs> you know what? Just hit me up on Telegram. Uh, and um, give Telegram a try as a chat app. I know... Like this is in my relationships. I'm sure none of my exes are listening to this, but like the I've never for whatever reason I'm surrounded by people who don't use iOS. Um, I literally never dated anyone with an iPhone until my current girlfriend. It's been years. Um, so there was no iMessage, and we used Telegram because it was the place where I knew I could get in contact with with them at any time. Um, that we can send each other like files as large as they need to be, or as um as many as they need to be, and It's searchable, too. Um, It's better than iMessage, really. Uh, And, of course, there's some privacy issues which I don't care about and you've probably heard about uh, with Facebook acquiring WhatsApp. People compare those two. But, I don't know. I just like Telegram, man. Um, Look up the Dervov, Paul Dervov, I think is the guy. If you have problems with him and don't use the service for that reason, whatever, just try Telegram. It's free. Um, So, lastly, there's like... I think technically it's like three different things. Uh, so this is this is a stretch, I know. But did you know that you can use a Bluetooth keyboard with your phone? I don't know if people just don't know this or if they're actually un- like reasonable people unlike me and they just know it, but they're like, why would I do that? Um, <laughs> there was a funny instance. I was at Starbucks typing out something. I had a Bluetooth keyboard uh, on the table, but I had the phone in my lap and... <laughs> I guess to a passing kid, he just thought that I was typing to nothing or typing to myself or putting my head down and just typing on a keyboard to nothing. Um, But it does look weird. Uh, But yes, you can use a Bluetooth keyboard on your phone. So those of you that need to send, like for instance, okay, if you're going to send a lot, if you're just in a breakup and you're sending those long breakup texts, um, you know what? Take a moment, get out your Bluetooth keyboard, pair it. There you go. Save yourself so much tapping Um, and maybe you're one of those people that's faster on on a, on a touch keyboard than you are on a QWERTY keyboard. If that's the case, um, well, then this isn't a big deal. But if you're faster on a keyboard, hey, keep that. I uh, used to keyboard, when I was uh, Uber driving, I kept a Bluetooth keyboard in my car and I would just, um, when waiting for rides, I would take notes, I would write a written long pieces on my phone in bare with a Bluetooth keyboard. Um, try that, it's fun. It makes you feel like a power user. And also iOS, I think I might've talked about this before, supports some keyboard shortcuts unfortunately it no longer supports alt or uh, command tab but you can go command spacebar and it's sort of Spotify or not Spotify spotlight um, and then you can hit enter and go to like you can type uh, some text the beginning of the the name of an app and then hit enter and it'll go to that app so that's pretty cool make you a phone power user Um, so this one OBS open broadcaster software this is the next the second to last tip okay okay um when i was growing up i've been doing this kind of stuff forever i've been making stuff for too long okay uh it's sort of like my when i get to talking about discord there was just never a way to do things as i i wished what i'm trying to say is i desperately wished for what would become obs like i i uh, a piece of software that allows you to just do reasonable stuff, like capture stuff, capture the inputs and outputs of your computer. So, capture video, capture audio. Um, all of my podcasts that I've ever recorded, we uh, when we were doing live shows with people calling in, I used OBS to record them. Um, open broadcaster software. It's just it's really powerful. Uh, for those of you that aren't, you know, maybe can't think of a use for that. Um, if you ever need a show. Someone how to do something on a computer. Just keep OBS in your computer, and it's actually really fast now. There's a wizard that lets you, you don't even have to mess around with the complicated stuff. It'll just get you uh, into recording your screen real quick. My little Surface laptop can do screen recordings and can live broadcast from OBS. That's how lightweight it is, uh, and yet it is so powerful. So use OBS. Um, lastly, I just a little thing. Uh, Compact OS is a way... To slim down Windows 10, uh, I did this, and it basically just re- like removes all the bloatware. It removes things like calculator, uh, like weather. Um, look into that on the post, uh, look into that uh, on Microsoft's website but yeah, that's all I have for you I appreciate you listening Uh, I hope that some of those tips were useful I'm assuming if you're still listening unless you've fallen asleep, haha, that's the joke I use like every time um, that you've actually found this useful, I certainly hope so Uh, again, you can find all of my stuff at bilge.world the thing that I work on, have been working on my uh, online magazine is extratone.com, I just published um, my girlfriend's senior thesis actually which is pretty interesting it's about dark humor in the workplace um i've done a bunch of updates i've read about pens on bilge.world too uh i'm doing that interview you can look for that i think it'll be on i think it's blog.write.as i'll link it all over the place i'll relink it in my blog bilge.world again did i tell you it's bilge.world um but yeah you can follow me on Twitter at NeoYokel. Uh, bilge.world slash contact, I believe it is, uh, or slash, no, it's slash about, I'm sorry, is where you can find all my social links. I'm at David Blue on mastodon.social, um, and PixelFed. I'm on all those things join those uh join our discord bit.ly slash extratone or just click one of the discord links that's all over my social stuff come in and chat with me um discord is a really powerful tool and i've just been appreciating it more recently um i actually uh you'll find on the extratone twitter which is surprise surprise at e-x-t-r-a-t-o-n-e um I did an export of the past few years of my reading list on Discord, uh, and it's in a really pretty HTML file that looks like Discord, but it's an HTML file, and that's got over 4,000 links to cool stuff that I've been reading in the past few years, so I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, this has been another episode of End User. I appreciate you listening. I'm David Blue. I need to come up with some catch- use the computer well. I wish you good use- I wish you um, power user- I wish good things to you. Stay safe. And oh yeah, there's a virus. Stay healthy. Stay inside. See you later.